Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Sarah Borelli's enough for that awesome song. Would your words just fall out? My name is Suge Burry, and you are listening to the best radio show in the world. I just got to tell you right now, it's called Him for Her Radio, H-I-M, number four, Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. Ladies, a lot of these topics we come up with because you have gotten a hold of me in one way or another, sometimes on the street, and and you say, we want to talk about these things. And so this is your show. This is a safe place for your voice to be heard. And I tell you, today's show is going to be one of my faves because the group is back together. Today that know exactly what they want to share. In fact, we could do a show on each individual topic. Well, what's the topic for today? The topic is exactly what the lyrics of the song is. I wish that I knew what I know now. I wish that I knew what I know now. I mean, you know, sometimes looking back in that river mirror is a lot better sometimes than looking forward and we're not sure where to go. So this show is for all ages. This this show is for teenagers, for young adults, for women uh, maybe who are, you know, in that childbearing years for midlife and thereafter menopausal women like uh, nobody I'm going to mention, but, you know, I'm looking at it right now myself. But uh, I just praise God for everything that he's doing in and through the show. The group is back together. I love this women's panel that we're having today. And we're going to break it down into different different topics on what I wish I knew what I know now. So let me first go around the table here and introduce my guest. Linda, would you please introduce yourself to our audience? I'd love to. Thanks for asking. My name is Linda Burns and I live in St. Paul. And I'm married. I have three beautiful children. They're actually adults. And they're all married. And I have 10 grandchildren. Oh, my gosh. 10 grandkids. Yeah. You've got a lot of wisdom, sister. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Miss, and, I, <laughs> and Miss Linda Burns, thank you so much for coming on. And a shout out to your husband, Dan, with Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Yeah. We're so thankful for him. Thank Reagan. You. Hi, I'm Reagan Kramer, and I am married to George, and I have a son named Henry, who's seven, and I have three other stepsons, and I'm a grandma. 
Aunt, you're too young to be a grandma. Well, you're looking hot for a grandma. It's an interesting story, but that's another <laughs> radio show. Shout out to George as well. You know, by the way, that was God calling, you know, so we're going to pick it up for him. <laughs> and, and not last but least, but one of my favorite people. Go ahead, Heather, and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Heather Little. So glad to be here, Shug. Thank you. Yes. I have um, three daughters, uh, 25, 22, and 18. So I hope that I can impart some wisdom, what I've learned through the years in parenting them. Amen. Amen. I wish that I knew what I know now. I mean, I want to learn from you guys. I can't wait. So we're going to, first of all, start with Scripture. As I was praying and thinking on this, I thought, why would they listen to us? Well, really, to tell you the truth, uh, I know it's hard to believe, but um, it's called Well-Deserved School of Hard Knocks. Um, I know it's a shock. I color my hair. Yes, it happens. But I love what scripture says about gray hair. And in Proverbs sixteen thirty one, it says gray hair is the crown of glory. It is gained in a righteous life. And in the book of Job 12, it also says it is not wisdom, is not wisdom found among the aged. Now we have all ages sitting at this table here. Um, and so it's not just old people with, with gray hair that we're listening to today. But I broke it down into different areas of our lives, different arenas, things that we can talk to. We're going to talk about body image. We're going to talk about friends. We're going to talk about dating and marriage, education and career, raising children. We're going to talk about our faith. We're going to talk about finding your purpose in life. What would you do in life over again if you could? And what is the reoccurring lesson that you haven't yet mastered? And what painful lesson have you learned that you would not want to give up because it grew you in faith? So I am so excited. I hope we can get to all of these topics. It's going to be a two-part, part one and part two. This is part one. Um, and so let's get started. I wish that I knew what I know now. Ladies, thinking back, what would you say to your younger self regarding body image? Well, I'd say I'm over it now. <laughs> and, and and I mean that in a great way. Like, it's really, really nice to not think about that so much and be so focused on it or worried what other women bodies, you know, what their body image looks like compared to mine or anything like that. When did you finally mm. get to the age where you're like, enough of that? I don't know. You know, I, I, I work out. I mean, I think it's important to work out to eat, you know, to be healthy because mm-hmm. I think I, I'm really active still because I do that. Um, but I think way back when I stopped thinking about it. Yeah. And it's been a gradual process, though, you know, because aging forces you to keep dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I actually am the oldest one in the room. Oh, I barely. Uh, I, I agree with Linda. I'm getting over it too, but I'm more concerned with my health yeah. than my body image because that's what it is. It's just an image, you know, that we portray ourselves as being. And I just want everyone out there to know and remember, all the women listening, that you are perfect to God. Your body is perfect to God and he loves you no matter what. But I think that um, for me now in my 40s, I'm just way more concerned with my health instinct having energy for my family and my friends and my little boy and my grandkids um then worrying about kind of what i look like all the time right i just right. want to feel good yeah you know what i i have a friend who is um when you said image it your body is an image mm-hmm. i thought 
of her because she just illuminates God's love. Mm, that's so good. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I just think that's what it's for, right? Yeah, and I agree with you, Regan, that I am more concerned about how I feel mm-hmm. versus what I look like, and that is more important um, to have the energy to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, our bodies are a gift, and so it is our job to take care of this gift that we've been given and we do it to the best of our ability, but not to compare to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's the hard part for women, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We want it. Comparison kills. Mm-hmm. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, body image. So really, I like what Linda said. Let's just get over it, ladies, and just enjoy ourselves. That's a summary I'm getting from these wise women here. Let's move on to the next topic. Thinking back, what would you say to your younger self regarding uh, friends? I think that's a great question because when I was in high school, you know, I thought my best friend, my BFF was always Mm -hmm. going to be my best friend. Then I got married and I had, you know, friends in my wedding who I still love and are in contact with, but they may not be my best friend and who I call every week. So I think to be open, when I was younger, that perception changed because I thought this is always going to be my best friend. I really held tightly to these women Mm -hmm. and these people in my life. And as I grow and especially as I got married, God would reveal different people that he wanted me to spend time with Mm -hmm. or mentors um, or even people younger than me that I could mentor or Mm -hmm. people at my church. I kept running into this one woman all the time. And I'm like, okay, I think God wants us to be friends. And, you know, it's kind of a step of faith to say that. Mm -hmm. But even when we're older, he will continue to give us people in our life when we need it. So thankful for my Christian girlfriends. I just have to say that sitting here with three of them. Am, right I, now. am I in that pool? Did I make the cut? Yes. Oh. Amen. I do feel like as I've um, grown older and have new friendships that have, well, because I'm a Christian now and I wasn't before, I can see mm-hmm. the difference. Yeah. That um, my Christian friends, I do feel like are going to be with me for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we have that spiritual truth in common and we can relate to each other so easily. We're just on the same level and on so many topics. Um, so I'm just so thankful for Christian girlfriends. And it's just different than other girlfriends that I have. And I'm still friends with my non-Christian friends, but it's just a right. different level. It's like friendship. family. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it just feels like family? Mm-hmm. You know, when we get together, as rare as that is, I would love to have mm-hmm. us get together far more often. But when we do get together, it's just like old home week. Like, like we hadn't lost any time together. Exactly. And we just try to recoup that as well. Right. My best friend married my brother. Wow. So how about that? Are you still friends? <laughs> we are. And we battle it out sometimes. But, you know, I think one of the things that really makes a difference is when you have God's view in your life. You're, it, it forces you to be a good friend to work on loving people, mm-hmm. you know, and when you're mm-hmm. both, when your friend is doing the same thing, mm-hmm. you know where you're going to end up. You're going to stay friends. You're going to mm-hmm. work through hard stuff and you're going to keep loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing to yeah. go through hard things. Yes. With friends really... And then them reciprocate with you. And, and no matter what happens, you're still there for them. Right. That's an, that's an eternal impact friend. You know, mm-hmm. not that long ago, I had a conversation um, with my oldest granddaughter who is um, 20. And we were talking about friends and the influences that they have in your life. And when they're, when that's a positive thing and encouraging and when it's not and how to 
let those people come and go. You know, sometimes you got to let people go because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. they influence you in a negative way. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And even as Christians, we think, oh, we just need to love everybody and we need to just accept them right where we are, which is true. Right. But when it comes to your inner circle of friends, like Linda is speaking yeah. of, you know, sometimes you just got to clean out the closets of the stuff that's weighing you down. I mean, yes. people that aren't lifting you up, people that are not encouraging you, um, you know, people who aren't um, empowering you really to be a woman in Christ and be all that God has created you to be. And that's the kind of friend we're supposed to be to other people as well. And so if that friend is not getting the love thing right, which is what I like to always say, getting the love thing right, um, Maybe you got to consider if if you want to spend that much time with that individual. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I I think also it's important to have friends that, um, what's the scripture verse of iron sharpens iron? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's important to have women in your life that sharpen you. Yeah. And that are honest with you. Yes. Even when it's hard. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And encourage you, you know, in ways that like to keep growing, whether it's spiritually, physically, emotionally, Mm -hmm. in your education, you know, to keep on growing. Amen. Amen. And if you're just listening, this is him for her radio women's hot topics. Yes, it is the best show out there. Just get over it, people, and keep listening. (laughs) Keep subscribing. We have people listening from Africa, Texas, all over the United States. And I'm so glad you guys have joined us because I am with my BFFs. Well, if my husband would be here, that would all be encompassing. But the topic is called, I Wish That I Knew What I Know Now. And we're talking about different topics. We already talked about body image. We're talking about our friends. And ladies, if you want more shows like this, would you do me a favor and just go to your computer? How simple is it? And your or your cell phone and look up him for her ministries. H-I-M number four, her ministries dot org. And check out all of the five initiatives we have. Radio is one of them. And we're a listener-supported show. So if you want more of these topics to come, ladies, I want you to click Donate Now. I want you to put down your ideas. We want to just celebrate with you all that God is doing in your life. So back to where we're at. Linda just got done sharing about friends. Um, Can we move on, ladies, to dating and marriage? Let's first talk about dating. How much time do you have? Okay, let's start. Go. <laughs> wow. Well, like Heather, I was not a believer growing up and in high school. And I would say to myself years ago, slow down. I no, mean, no, let our listeners know that you weren't living a hussy lifestyle. No. Let's just say that. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> well, it's questionable. I mean, slow but, down but, in dating. You got to wonder what's going on there. Well, just slow down on needing to know, like, who the person is, who you're going to marry, who mm. who's the next guy, you know, like, just because I didn't really have my identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. So I would say I kind of, oh, looking back, always was kind of dating someone. Right. Which I didn't think was necessary as I look back now as a believer because my identity, I was looking for my mm-hmm. identity in that person. Mm-hmm. And that is a pretty sad place to be. A lot of women are there. Yeah. And especially in high school because you're just trying to find out who you are mm-hmm. in general. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then not having Jesus in your life, it's hard to understand really who you are in Christ. So I think if I would have known whose I was and whose I was, who I was living for, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had such desperation on oh. trying to keep mm. dating and figure that out. And there's a lot of heartache that comes with that. With that desperation. Right. So yeah. I would say to younger listeners, like, slow down. Mm-hmm. If you don't know Jesus, 
Mm-hmm. Fi- ask Jesus into your life because it, it's not that it's easier, but he will give you the peace and the wisdom and the comfort that you need when you're feeling alone because you're never alone when he's there. Yeah. That's such great advice. And I think that's key is to have your identity in Christ first before you can look for your mate. Mm-hmm. But this is what I think. Um, once you do know your identity, and that is in Christ, mm-hmm. then I think you date to find your mate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if you are dating somebody and you have determined that maybe they're not marriage material, move on. Dump them. Yeah, I just feel like you really have to know what you're looking for. I mean, this is really ridiculous, but I had a spreadsheet when I was oh when I was dating. Gosh. You did not. <laughs> hey, did I hear that right? You had a spreadsheet. Oh my you gosh. Were dating. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Would you write down all the guys' names? No, no, they no. Don't check the you know, no. It's just the requirements. The requirements. Oh my gosh, I love it. I can you send that to me? I'm going to give well, it to I my don't granddaughters. Have it. <laughs> I, well, I don't have it anymore. I wish I still had it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and so when I would date someone, I would, you know, see kind of. I don't know how I came up with the list or whatever, but did they meet the requirements? Yeah. Wow. And did you dump them if they didn't check the boxes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the importance is the important thing is to prioritize, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Those characteristics that mm-hmm. you're looking for. Yeah. Because you're not going to hit them all. No. They're not going to be a, a 10 on everything. Yeah. And I think a good point to bring up, too, is not everybody is set up to be with somebody. Some people, right. you know, in, in scripture even talks about being single. Right, right. And, and there's know, blessing in that. There's blessing in being single. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you could ask my husband, he might think, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it. so. Yeah, <laughs> I have got. Shout out to my oh. lover, Blair. Hello. But anyways, I think it's important, exactly what you said. I tease my single girlfriends and say, just do a top 10 list, like what David Letterman mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Top 10, the very top of that list better be that he loves Jesus Christ. Because mm-hmm. if he loves Christ first, he's going to put you first mm-hmm. in his life, um, right next to Christ. You know, it, it, it says that uh, women should definitely not be unyoked with non-believers. It's really mm-hmm. important. And ladies, I've talked to you out there. You've all said, I can't find a guy. Even the Christians I find are, you know, wayward. They're, you know, all they want is sex, blah, blah, blah. Ladies, you got to just set your standards high and trust that after you make that top 10 list on there, you know, it could be that he loves Jesus. Second could be that he's really hot looking, you know, and, <laughs> and, and then take it all the way down from there. But what's important is that you post that above your bed and you pray on it every night and you trust that God is going to do this and then go out. You know, he's not going to be the pizza man coming to your door. You got to go out <laughs> yeah. and look and trust. And like Heather said, if they don't check all the boxes, it's time to go down the road, buddy. Wow. Hit the road, Jack. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, what about, okay, we talked about dating. What about marriage? Whoa. That's a good one. I, I you know, it's interesting because I, I never really had a checklist. Never wanted to, never had the desire to get married didn't date very much. I think it was kind of intimidating to guys. And then my husband came along and grabbed me and said, you're the one. Amen. <laughs> Way to go, Dan. Uh, yeah. Poor guy. Dan the man. There's was... not any man like him anywhere <laughs> in the world. Oh, that's great. I love it. Thanks, John. Um, so marriage was um, not even on my radar. And... Um, but I am married, got married pretty young, actually. And um, we've had some hard issues. And I think that um, we just celebrated our 40th wedding anniversary 
Congratulations. Um, last year. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. And, but, it, but it's been, um, I think, you know, as we've grown older, God has become more centered mm-hmm. in our marriage, mm-hmm. How which does is that really, it? really, oh my gosh, it's amazing. I mean, I think one of the greatest things that I learned was to let go and let God. And that is not just a quote. That is a action mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to step away and keep your lips shut mm-hmm. and let God work. Mm-hmm. And it's so peaceful. Mm-hmm. It's so much more peaceful mm-hmm. than fighting. And I really mm-hmm. like to fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't believe I'm that. a fighter. <laughs> you know, just we saying. did a show called Can Submission Be Sexy? Would you guys listen to that? Because oh, we go on. The whole so show is good. dedicated to that. And, and just like you said, keep your mouth shut. Well, I mean, but what God wants us to do is be equal partners to discuss yeah. everything. But then when it gets right down to that final decision, you need to respect what your husband's, where he's going, especially when he's a man of Christ. I did that right, right before I walked out the door yeah. today to meet with you guys. There was a discussion Blair and I had, and he's weighed all the facts. We discussed it together. And I just basically said, this is your baby, honey. I, I trust you in whatever God guides you in. It ain't easy to do that. It's wisdom. John's yeah. back there shaking his head. I mm-hmm. can't believe Shug did that. But it's it's hard to do that, isn't it? In a well, and I think it would be hard to be the person making the decision, mm-hmm. right? I mean, sometimes, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I feel like I'm continually learning about my marriage. I've been married for 15 mm-hmm. years, and one of the big things I would have told myself 15 years ago, when I first got married, was communicate. Mm-hmm. Because I am mm. someone that I stew in my head and I think, and I'm even with God and I'm praying and I've already made the decision, but oops, I forgot to tell him because <laughs> he, I feel like he knows because I've been thinking on it and praying on it and maybe, you know, brought it up once or twice, but like these big things, I'm still learning like the honey, like I'm going to take you through the process mm-hmm. of what I'm doing and thinking about and so we can do it together and mm. I, I'm very independent so I still need to bring him in to a lot of those things and I'm still learning that and I think to go along with that uh, the communication piece is that it's so important to be a good listener mm-hmm. um, on both sides what'd and you say to be <laughs> <laughs> I know you are shook. <laughs> um, I am so thankful that um, Rob chose me he also mm. I feel like I wasn't looking uh, at that time either, and I feel like he really chose me 27 years ago. Mm. We got married, and uh, gosh, we have grown together. It has been an amazing ride, and he's probably five years into his Christian, Mm. so he wasn't a Christian Mm. when we got married, neither was I. I mean, we're so thankful that we have both come to Christ, have grown together, and I agree, Linda, it's such a blessing. Yes. I mean, to have a believer as a husband, mm-hmm. all of us, um, now anyway, to have that devotional time in the morning is so key just to set the tone for your day. And what I would say to my younger listeners here or my daughters is that um, a marriage decision, making a decision about who you're going to marry is probably the second most important decision that you'll you'll make in your life because that first will be your Jesus, Amen. your devotion mm-hmm. to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And um, secondly, it's who you marry because you go through life with that person and mm-hmm. it's God's design yeah. that we are yoked 
together for life. Amen. And you know, ladies, Heather hit it on the head right there. I mean, it's all about Christ. It's all about not only just receiving him, but do you know when you say yes to Jesus, you have power in your life. The power of the Holy Spirit comes and lives in you and it's intertwined in your marriage. It says in scripture that a cord of three is not easily broken. Well, who's the three? It's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit you, your husband, and the Holy Spirit flowing through you. So I love how God does that um, in not only our marriages, but everything we talked about. We talked about body image. We talked about friends. We talked about dating. We talked about marriage. Oh my gosh, we've got so much more to cover, which is coming up in part two. Listeners, before you go, just say yes to Jesus. Father, I am a sinner. I want you in my life. I want what these women are talking about, that passion, that hope that you have when you come and live in us. And all it is is a simple yes. Yes, Jesus, I invite you into my life. Tell somebody else if you said that prayer for the first time today. Contact me and let me know. That would just make my life. So next time we're going to be talking about raising children, your faith, finding your purpose in life. And if you could do it all over again, what would you change? Over and out, ladies, this is Sugbury, him for her radio, Women's Hot Topics.